Greetings, everybody, and welcome to the commentary podcast for Dixie Stenberg, episode 23, The Elixir Incident. I am host number one, Seth Adams, sure. No, oh, sorry, I was caught up listening. Who loves the Hippodrome March? Everyone. That's who. I do. That's such a I do. Great song. So I guess I have to be host number two now. It's like the Scar Troopers. I always have to be number two. Well, you could be host number zero because I left that one open for you. Well, zero is nothing. Or so zero is zero. Nothing, or I have to be number two. I don't. Well, you, you could. You could be the special prequel issue. When we last left, you know, issue zero. Anyway. The sudden arrival of the no, wait, no, the don't, because that would be a bad calendar. Yes. Whatever. On we go. Are we shaking violently with tremors? Do you feel the tremors? Is it oh, tremorly? Did the world move for you two? Hmm. Now we get all splashy. Ooh. The mud is back. Yes, that's right. No, the, the blue goo. The blue goo mud-like sound is back. I forget which track this is, but another G.I. Jive musical interlude. Well, it's just so handy for everything you need for this And yes, the general destruction is in stereo. The robot's very descriptive about what it's doing. General destruction, chaos. Oh my head. My precious, genius, wonderful, amazing Nazi scientist head. I swear, if I never get shot through a wall again, it'll be too soon. Taste robotic steel, you Nazi. I bet it tastes like freedom. <laughs> oh! I always love her lines when yeah. she's attacking yeah, something. She's just so gosh darn patriotic. Well, that's robot for you. Until it broke the surface. And here's the waterfall noise. Getting louder and louder as the submarine breaks the surface. Suddenly, a large mechanical door began to rise. And that mechanical door is like the same mechanical door I've been using for like the anti aircraft weaponry coming online. Uh, most of the major like large doors and like I think the, the the periscope like going down I think as well. Way to ruin it for everyone. I like Way to ruin it. Well, at least you know it wasn't a spoiler. Not like you know Dixie's gonna find herself at in the next episode. Right, right. Yeah. And now I I, I want to mention here that I thought I was particularly nasty to you in the script because, like, where you have that, that announcer line, a large mechanical door begins to rise, and then I put sound effects, large mechanical door begins to rise. <laughs> so I saw that. It, it, it was uh, sort of like, you know, the green light noise. Yeah, over in the description. Is, I was just rubbing my hands, and I said, okay, that's how it's going to be, is it? And then I did it again later, too, with the uh, platform extends yeah. over the ocean. I was <laughs> like, sound effects, platform extends over the ocean. <laughs> I said there was another door sound of the platform going out of the ocean, more like a like almost like a um, an automatic door <laughs> type of noise. It's the perfect sound. Have you ever notice when uh, when two people are saying the exact same thing like "Quiet, Walter"? It's it's almost in stereo. They're saying it like right next to each other. So I give that like a little bit of of a stereo push. Very nice. Run. Planning. Come back. I need it all. And if I may just say, I, I really like the phrase pitching woo, which is why I had to throw it in. I like Nev. She is pretty, pretty awesome. That was actually a uh, bit of a, a wild line that uh, 
deep within the Not SCA a wild line, but an improv line that, uh, that Dave gave to me. Nev passed the time. Had to use it. The only way she knew how. Thank you, M, for humming along with the music. That was nice of you. Thank you. Yes, all of this is going out of the basement. Nev's just down there dancing away at her quarters. You're going with me on a mission. Suit up. Oh, must I? I wasn't sure if I remembered to put actual, like, shaking. The explosions. And explosions. The base is shaking and falling to pieces. In there. Well, Billy Lee is, you know, asking her about that. It kind of seemed appropriate, but I'm not sure if I remember to do that. Yes, well, none of that matters now. Volkers found the beast, and I'm going to recover it. Where? South America. Well, that's a really long trip. I'll need to pack. South America. Foreshadowing. 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 New environment sounds to look for. Mm. Yes, sir. Ooh, I can't wait. Salivate, you don't have salivate. to wait. You've already got the first script for that. Well, yeah, but uh, yes, but no. <laughs> and, and not yeah. to, uh, yes, without I giving any spoilers. Yes, but no. There aren't any major sounds in that in that one. That um, well, yeah. Anyway, um, hi. How about them bears? <laughs> and this is the first time since like the middle of I think the first season when we actually have the. The geoslip so noise. More. Actually, right near the near the so end of the first season. And it's not the battalion. And it's not the battalion. Pulling up the lever that had been hidden there. What is that? Some sort of lever. Also getting a lot of good use of a, a gun being drawn from its holster noise. Can be used for a lever. Can be used for a telephone. Billingsley gripped the lever tightly. Pulled. Oh, there it is. How I've missed it so. It will be showing up again in season three, yes? Um, yes? Yes. Maybe? Yes. Sort of? Yes. So we'll. Data embargo. And, uh. Data embargo. And I, you know what I need? I need a button and with a, a, a punch sound response. effect, so every the time you do that, I can just hit it and it'll <laughs> throw it into the commentary. Yeah, that's <laughs> just like with Billingsley. Stop it, Seth! Punch, punch, punch. So much so, it almost brings a tear to my eye. There's never a dry eye in the room. And just what makes some kids so very, very pulchritudinous. So very Is it pulchritudinous or pulchritudinous? Pulchritudinous. Oh, well, hey, you know. It's old-time radio. They make mistakes. It's still on the air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good cover. <laughs> well, I try to make it as old-time radio realistic as possible. That oh. way, you know, any of the, the smaller, like, you know, the, the Fuck Wolf 190 instead of Fuck Wolf 190s, you know, I kept mm -hmm. that in. Little, little, you know, mistakes like that, it's fine for, for quote-unquote live theater. Even tape delayed live theater. I forgot this was the, the Troopers commercial. I think it's this one in Billingsley. It's got to be my two favorites. Oh, yes. And yours. Especially for this. <laughs> I couldn't Thank you for editing that. Once it came up, I just had to... And Kristen wrote me. She's like, can I actually sing that little piece of the theme there? I'm like, yes, that was the point. I tell you. Good on you, sir. Good on you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for bringing the Dixie Stenberg show into the 80s. 70s. 70s, 80s. 70s and 80s. You know why I think that happened? It's because <coughs> when I was writing this, I was in the thick of also reading and writing uh, Vindicatum. And Metallo, you know, features in that. And as you know, he's got a, a penchant for sitcoms. And oh, yes. so I think my brain just got slightly cross-wired. And I'm like, I'll throw it in. So there was a little Metallo brain card in there. Okay. I guess so. Thank you. Now, what was the genesis of this, this ad? 
Oh, we got to think it to remind me to check out this ahead of time <laughs> so I yeah, remember. But that there was, would be logical. Yeah. There was an actual commercial that this song was based on, the whole walking along together stuff. I have, at this point, though, I have absolutely no idea what it was for. Oh, well. Okay, I'll ask you again about it next month. Although, you know what? It might have also been for a, uh... A, uh... <laughs> something, yeah, very similar to this, because I remember that American stomach, that term, came right out of the commercial. Yeah. Because Americans were so stressed and hardworking that they had, you know, indigestion. Working under pressure, nervous tension, all help cause the trouble many know as American stomach. There it is. I love that. American stomach. American is there, is there a German stomach, a Swedish stomach, a, a French stomach? No, a Lithuanian stomach. Because they're not Americans, and therefore they can't possibly work hard or, or you know, oh, be stressed. Oh, Only no. the Americans. If you just ask anyone on the radio in the 40s, they'll tell you. Yes, absolutely. Oh, really? The dean of what? Many a mainstay of higher education. <laughs> and I'm here to tell you why um could all... Jerry Crawford, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Thank you. The end. Uncadol mint style tablets are not a makeshift and not a cure-all. Oh, They're right. The product name was Uncadol. I forgot that right. until I heard this. We're so far ahead. Actually, let me look. Oh, Uncadol mint style tablets. Mint style, yes. Mint style. And that job's to bring you prompt present relief from American stuff. For those of you keeping score, the uh, smoking lamp is on, and the, uh, the beverage for tonight is vitamin water revive fruit punch. Irritated membranes and gently help to restore balance. Those my membranes are so very irritated. You can say <laughs> that again. Please don't. Good day. So the next time you're upset and distressed due to acid indigestion. Or too much bunt. Oh, be quiet. You know you love my bunt. Remember to take Oonkadol. Never going to hear the end of that. Oxydol? I have a commercial in my, my thing here that's called Oxydol, and this one's Oonkadol, so I'm thinking that might have been it. Probably. Sounds close enough for government work. I mean, for appendant work. Just what are you implying, sir? Nothing. Nothing. Whistle. <laughs> Crickets. You'll like their refreshing mint flavor, and they're so handy to carry. That's Umkadal American. I gotta find uh, some of uh, Philip's bloopers oh, and put them in the next blooper reel yeah, from this from this ad. Philip is just the yeah. blooper king. Yeah. Yeah. For all anyway. of his lines for all of the shows. It just <laughs> he's nuts. We now rejoin our program and pick up with Brassy Battalion underwater and undercover as they approach Back the AR base. Woohoo, sub. sub! Yeah, yeah, sub. The robot yeah. made it. Look, the whole base is shaking. You know, it almost feels to me like they've been in the sub for twice as long as they have because <laughs> in my head they're well, they've there been in the for sub three for a couple months. months now. Well, yeah, but in my head they're in the sub for three months before I hear them in the sub, and then I hear them in the sub for those months, and so it, oh, I always get this like double time thing in my head. I'm like, how could they have been there for so long? How could I leave them in the sub for half a year? But I didn't. But it's just yeah, because you know we're starting work on Dixie 25 now when uh, other things are going on. Right, and the script for, uh, 26 is going out. Submarine rose to the well. I'm the day everyone's listening to this on, on Monday now, so yeah. So um, yeah, we're so far ahead. It's just it's it's. I sometimes get confused like that because I'm like, it's just in my head. They've been there for so long, but they will get out of the sub. Never fear, dear listeners. They will get out of the sub. Yes, next episode. I can give you this spoiler. They disembark. Oh my! Oh my! There's disembarking. It's okay. The spoiler assassins are under your employ. It's at least 20 feet up. 
I'm afraid it will be no means of entry for us. Why don't we just use the dock? My cat is making weird noises. Well, what else is new? That's the active point. Thomas vaulted from his seat and ran to the window. His piercing there are windows on the submarine. The of course there are. You know, like the submarine, they got little, those little port so. windows on the side. But it's really, really little port windows. They're there. I had the, I had the, the, the pleasure of going aboard. There is a World War II submarine uh, docked in, um, the, uh, in the wharf here in San Francisco. Cool. And I had the opportunity to go aboard some, uh, some several years ago. That thing, uh, besides being ma magnificently you know, retouched and, and, and redone for, for tourism, <laughs> it's also quite, quite small. Yeah, you know, they used to have one at the, um, I think it was uh, the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago. I remember uh, seeing it a lot uh, when I would go on uh, school trips and stuff back when I lived there. And uh, so that was, you know, like 10, 15 years ago. Maybe it's the yeah. same one and they've moved it. I don't know. But yeah, it's really tiny inside. I'm like, how could anyone be on this for months at a time? Back it aboard the drive SCAR me mad. Base. Dixie's head was swimming as she tried Meanwhile. to cope with the copious changes. I think there was a, a question at some point during the production of whether or not to use uh, a bit more of the, the not not GI Jive, but uh, a selection from California Melodies in this in this scene, a bit more of a like a a floaty, dreamy type of of incidental music, and I decided to go with that instead to give a, a kind of a, a weird contrast to uh, to the. The GI Jive, of course, that has been used a lot over the last year. I can't touch anything. And kind of give it a bit of a dreamy aspect, because that's where Dixie is so at the moment. this is how you do it. Right. The how is irrelevant. I thought it came it's out well. It did. Helping the Nazis? As you can hear, she's got a little yeah, bit of an echo to it. Yeah, not as much as Geist, but... No. And, uh, yeah, it's good, because she's not... I mean, she's got the Geist powers or whatever, but she's not going to have them long. I also thought about doing a different kind of uh, electricity noise for Dixie mm -hmm. when she starts throwing the bolts around. Um, but I decided since it was very much like what, what Geist is, mm -hmm. that it should be a similar sound. So I just decided to go with the same noise. Yeah, they, they should be similar. It would do the same thing. Like that. <laughs> you dare to attack me? I've got your number, sister. What? I don't have a what do you Oh yes, and there, there, there was a response in here to um, the, the, the name problem that, yes. that we've been having. <laughs> Back when I wrote Dixie. this, it was especially when the problem had popped up several times from reviews or people just talking about the show. Nobody could get her last name right. And, so. and they still do it when they send me auditions. Really? Yeah, auditioning for Dixie Steinberg and their Brassy Battalion. A lot of people do put the the in there, and the Brassy Battalion. And the, and her, and, and the, uh, their Brassy Battalion, I think there was one of them. Yeah, that's very common. And, the, and then, of course, her last name is spelling. It turns up all the time, so... Had to put that little in-joke in there. What happened? And now she's back to normal. Well, almost normal. It was a very nice fall and clatter right away. Thank you. That was the same, like, whoosh sound, slowed down, like, two and a half times. Prepare to meet your Torpedoes away. I think I'm getting better at the quick cuts between, between locations. It sounds like help. I hope this is loud enough. 
it, it, it called for a big bamboo in some profession. And, uh, and there's the big bamboo. Bada boom. And we're at the end credits already. Well, we say already, but there's still like seven minutes to go. Eventually, the episode is going to be like two minutes long, and the episode and the credits are going to be like twenty minutes. Yeah, someday I'm going to do that just because all you people keep saying it's going to happen. So one day I'll do it and surprise you, like the special Christmas episode. <laughs> It'll just be credits. Now I can slip. That was keen. Keen. He feels rather woogie, actually. Yes, well, I'll thank you enough to woogie my general direction, if you please. <laughs> I will woog wherever I want to. I have so much fun writing these credits. Actually, I can. Jeremiah McCoy as Archibald with And we have and a I lot of fun doing it. Drive them. the sub again. Zoom! Ding, ding! And he, he actually that got the ding, neat. ding correct. Neat. Yay! Thank you, Jeremiah. Already taken. And that is what your expansive vocabulary came up with. Neat. You know what, Billingsley? I I like this part. <laughs> Billingsley gets in on the action. Yeah. And he likes it. Pete Milan has heard in The little state of there. Hey, punching Billingsley is fun, no matter who you are, even if you're Billingsley. <laughs> oh, here it goes again. <laughs> Pete, you scare me. The end. And this was a, an improv by Pete that just had to go with. Credits? I aren't. On the fourth wall is. <laughs> is non existent. I got nothing. Yeah, I think the original line just had it going from the, well, I, uh, I got nothing, but he threw all that great stuff in the middle. Scott Vinicombe as Cornelius Robert Sims Pearson. And what is it with with him and Alicia doing all this kissing that ends like on you know exactly in time? Like I don't have to cut anything out. Maybe they're recording together mm. on opposite sides of the country. You know why not? <laughs> Anthony Pacelli as Joey Scalzetti. There's one lady I kind of got my eye on. Who might that be, Joey? Forget I said anything. Ma, Joey's Ma. So incessant on the phones. Will she be making an appearance in season three? Oh, I'm sure she'll show up at some point. I'm sure. She'll call when you least expect it. Or actually, she seems to call exactly when you expect it. Irinushka was my one and only. My only and one. At some point, please tell me we're going to, like, you know, go sort of to, to Russia. Or involve Benedict. There is more in a um, major arc. Yeah, there's there's more stuff coming Alicia up with Benny. Matheson, Season absolutely. three actually, there's a, a rather large event that happens for Benny. Mm. Yay! Hear that, Perry? Well, you know, there's a lot of characters. I gotta get, get through them all, and I plan to get through them all. They're all gonna get their turns. You know, it's just there's so many, and then you gotta keep the story moving, and so. Even the dean? Well, maybe. <laughs> Why must all of my bases get infiltrated and damaged? Never say never. I mean, look at the robot. Started out in commercials and look where it's at now. Same thing with Nebula. So, you know. I love the tur the, the, the turning here with uh, Geist doing a figure of <laughs> that which she hates so yes. much. 
That which she just as Ursula Unger. Good show, sir. Good show. David What's such a ridiculous thing to, to despise? I mean... <laughs> and Dave continues to impress me as Walter. There should be no lovable one. We are Scar. And Mike no. is, is settling in well as my... As, as, as... I'm the savage one! <laughs> M. Sierra Garcia is very M. angry. I'm the intelligent, lovable, savage, and mysterious one. Whose side Philip is Weber she on, really? Trooper hmm. one. I'm the trooper Good one. question. <laughs> David Alt as SCAR Trooper 2. I'm a trooper 2. I'm a fair Viking. So when's the wedding? <laughs> I'm a trooper 2 because I'm twice the trooper you that are. That's the, Chris the very special Christmas episode. <laughs> yeah, that was a little another improv by Philip with the, the aghast sound. Amanda Fitzwater Thank you, Phil. as Nebula. Thank you. Then who am I? The other robotic one? Why am I the other? Can't you be? But I came first. Many things in you store for Robot and Nebulon. Many things. <laughs> and that's all I'll say. Do you think I eat too much of it? Do these servos make my mess seem larger? <laughs> I love that. Sob. Sob. Sob, sob, sob. Kristen there are four of the triplets. So much love in these credits. I know. It's so sweet. Jerry Crawford as the Dean. Hello. I am the Dean. Yes, you are. Funkadol Minstyle tablets help neutralize excess stomach acids that cause... He must be very busy with all that running in and out all the time. Like, what, what, is, is this like his oh night job? God. What's his day job? <laughs> He's the Dean. Oh, well, yes. So menti. I love them. Of many a mainstay of higher education, I'll have you know. So he's he's a very busy fellow. Take no wonder he runs everywhere. And call me in the morning. <laughs> and now he's on a plane, and he hops over to Chicago, and then he's out to Atlanta, and then to L.A., and up to San Francisco, and yeah. Oh, stay tuned next time as Bradley Battalion cleanses the ocean of its scarry inhabitants. Only at Pendant Audio. But the that's the first time he actually says Scar and not S-C-A-R. Yeah, you were always reading it as S-C-A-R. Brought to you by Unkadol American Antacid Mint Style Tablets. And remember... Walking along together, hold your head high and back up. That's very catchy. It is. Get some water in your cup. I think I've caught it. Walking along it really soothes my membrane. And so is Silver irritated, too. Now, can we finish those seat covers? Oh, fine. Stay safe, America. And good night. And Renee. Thank you, Renee. I was all ghost. Thank you, Renee. Do I get invited to the cactus? You get an Omake. Yay. It was a good cackle, but I think it fell a little bit short of the mark. I don't know. No? No invitation? Once more, with feeling. This production was written by Jeffrey Bridges and directed by... We don't get many Dixie outtakes, especially towards the end there, so that was very nice. Well, we do get some outtakes, but they're more bloopers. They'll show up in the blooper reel, but not end of the episode, on my case. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thank you, sir. And thank you all for listening. Yes, we'll thank you very much. We'll see you next month for the, the season finale. Yay! Woohoo! And it'll be a big one. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Maybe. I think. Good night. Bye-bye. <laughs>